of it. No, 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 he's the expert, it's not me. Warm-up question. Jason's weapon. Uh, it's a machete. There, you see, you do know the genre. Michael Myers. Uh, butcher knife. Leatherface. <laughs> Chainsaw, please! Just ask Sydney if you need some help. Freddy Krueger! Uh, uh, raise your hands! Name the movie that started the slasher craze. Halloween, Texas know. Chainsaw Massacre, Last House on the know. Left, or Psycho? Psycho! None of the above. Peeping Tom, 1960, directed by Michael Powell. First movie to ever put the audience in the killer's POV. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Please, just ask me one more question, just one more. Then it's time for your last chance question. Name the remake of the groundbreaking horror movie in which the villain... Halloween, uh, Texas Chainsaw, Dawn of the Dead, The Hills Have Eyes, Amityville Horror, uh, Last House on the Left, Friday the 13th, and A Nightmare on Elm Street, My Bloody Valentine, When a Stranger Calls Prom Night, Black Christmas, House of Wax, The Fog, uh, Piranha. It's one of those, right? Right? I was fucking right. Welcome back to the Cinema in the World podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have a very special episode of Cinemania Nightmares, our Friday the 13th episode of Nightmares. I am joined by some special guests. First, we have from the Cinemania World team and Cinemania Nightmares, we have Tyler. Tyler, hello. Hello, how's it going? I guess happy Friday the 13th for people that, I guess, kind of celebrate the holiday. I mean, <laughs> I guess all it's kind that of celebrate. <laughs> um, yeah, we are also joined. We have um, we have from the Night Sisters podcast. We have Maddie. Maddie, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, yeah, very nice to have you. And we have front of the podcast. We have Gory Corey. Corey, how are you? How you doing? Hi, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's very nice to have you. I think the last show you was on was um, the Scream spoiler talk that we had. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we are diving back into more Scream news today. Uh, As we should. Exciting news, too. And then, Maddie, you were on the uh, the Doctor Strange spoiler review with Larry. I couldn't make that show, but you guys had oh, a yeah. very fun that show. That was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I heard that reviews so that was that was fun so it's good to have you guys all here we're gonna get into some some news but before we get into like stuff that happened throughout the week um regarding horror uh let's get into uh today's friday the 13th so i figured we can start with uh kind of your favorite friday the 13th movie the franchise has like 27 movies uh it has a remake <laughs> and i think um it has a video game and there's a lot of stuff going on with this franchise uh where is jason by the way like when are they gonna do another one of them things because that would they're be they're like in like a whole legal thing right yeah now. wasn't lebron trying to do about one? it lebron james trying to do one maybe it's that would be incredible <laughs> i need that um all right so let's get let's start off with that i'll start with you tyler uh your favorite Friday the 13th movie or just your favorite horror movie, I guess, to watch on Friday the 13th. If, if that's something that you um, do as well. I mean, I feel like you have to watch Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th. I mean, it's kind of like synonymous with the holiday, uh, even if some of the movies don't really actually take place on Friday the 13th. But that's a whole nother story for another day. Um, <laughs> if I had to pick one that I loved the most, it probably would have to be the sixth one, Jason mm-hmm. Lives, because it's just overly campy. It's like it's the it's the zombie Jason. It's the it's when he comes back to life. <laughs> oh my god! Gets, yeah, he gets struck by lightning, and it's like very meta, where like people talk to the camera, and he's just like, <laughs> you know, throwing people against trees, you know, ripping arms off. I mean, it's hilarious. It's just that's probably the best one for me personally. I mean, there are mm-hmm. other ones that are pretty solid as well. Like speaking of the remake, I actually think the remake isn't that bad. It's not one of my favorites. I... But... Think it's, it's fun. I think it's fun. I, yeah. you know, I you know why I like it. I just really like it because of uh, just just um, athletic Jason. Jason's running and jumping and all this shit in that movie. Yeah. I thought that was terrifying when I saw that first trailer and he runs like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, Jason running. That is absolutely horrifying. So I enjoy it, but those those characters are just terrible. Except for uh, what's what's uh, Jared Padalecki's. That's the horrible. one he's in. 
Except for yeah. one of the Panna Baker sisters. I thought she was great. She was Danielle. Funny. She's, oh, yeah. she's Danielle. amazing. Danielle's she's fun. so talented. I, she was like the one big death in the movie. Well, I guess I was spoilers. Mad. I guess I spoilers for the movie, <laughs> even though it came out over a decade ago, um, that she died. She was like the one death that I was really surprised by in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's go to let's go to you, Maddie. What's uh, your favorite Friday the 13th movie and maybe some other horror movies that you watched during this day? Yeah, for sure. I think that the Friday the 13th movie I think is the best one is Friday the 13th 2. That's probably mm-hmm. the one I watched the most. But Ooh, same. my problematic favorite, which everyone hates <laughs> and I love, I think it's so fun, is Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh, man. <laughs> I love that him. movie. <laughs> when he when they're actually in Manhattan, it's great. But they're not, yeah. they're, they're not in Manhattan for most of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I I love that movie. I wore my Jason Takes Manhattan shirt recently, and someone said I was a terrible person for liking it. Um, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love that one. But uh, favorite like go tos on Friday the Thirteenth. I try to switch it up um, mm-hmm. every Friday the Thirteenth. But this year, I was just talking about this with Corey before we started recording. <laughs> I'm watching The Ring tonight. So oh wow! Uh, yeah, I watched The Ring part two for uh different podcasts because i was talking about sequels and mm. the ring part one is one of my favorite movies so yeah. i'm gonna watch that tonight nice nice i was thinking to so what's what like for me um i'm surprised well i'm not surprised but uh first of all the like as far as like the one that i go back to i have no idea why for Friday 13 uh it has to be new blood just because listen i, mm-hmm. I get it mm-hmm. the telekinesis <laughs> shit just i i ate it up I, <laughs> as a kid like no, I, I did ate too it up. i pictured like it was a multiverse movie with like some avenger and they were throwing around jason and i had a blast <laughs> I, I had a, it's basically <laughs> Jason Voorhees versus Carrie. Yeah, I, I literally <laughs> I have a blast every time I watch it. So that's like, and then the remake, the remake I do have a lot of fun with. Um, it's not good, but I do have a lot of fun with it. Um, and then like tonight, I actually was thinking about diving into Candyman, the the, the newer, the newer oh, one last year. Um, I just got the 4K, so I was like, yeah, I kind of want to watch some Candyman tonight. I thought the I thought the uh, the remake was I thought it was okay. Yeah. I, thought it was I think good. I think I, if I'm I think I'm gonna probably pop in uh, Freddy versus Jason out of all of them all mm-hmm. of them tonight. Just I love that it's just one fun. too. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think that's what I'm my plans. Uh, Corey, how about you? What's one? What's your favorite Friday the Thirteenth um, film? I also love Jason Lives, and I love A New Beginning, but Ooh. I think my my favorite has to be the original Friday the 13th. Oh, really? The one without Jason, because Pamela Voorhees is, like, one of my favorite characters of all time. I don't know what it is about her, but I love her to death. Like, I just, everything she does, I support her. Like, (laughs) I just, I think she's never... Not not support her. I have never done anything wrong. Yeah. (laughs) I don't support murder. I support the empowerment of women. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I I usually watch that every Friday the 13th just cuz it's so iconic that killer reveal at the end and it comes so randomly like the yeah. fact that we don't meet her beforehand it's so stupid all and the I kills in that movie is so good too. They're so um, good. Yeah. Also, and bitch. then I have to shout out Jason oh, go ahead, X's go ahead. kills because they're so good. Oh, definitely definitely. Um one thing that I wanted to bring up too is like I wanted to give like a big, big, big shout out to the I don't know if you guys ever watched them, but the Never Hike Cologne like oh, the fan films, films. The fan films on YouTube. Those were I those, haven't watched them. Those were they're really, really good. good. They're really they uh, good. they even have some of the, the actors. Yeah, they the, have some the cameos. Um, those are really good. I actually watched that last year at work, like just randomly, just watched. They it. they've been good, kind of like fixes because they can't make any Friday the Thirteenth oh. right now, so mm-hmm. it's. It's been like kind of nice getting some sort of Jason Voorhees content. I mean, like in two thousand what nine was like the remake. Yeah, I really dead hope. Dead I really ever since. I really hope we do get one soon. I just think that everyone else is kind of having the renaissance and they're coming back. <laughs> like you know, we got Ghostface coming back. We had Leatherface, big the big baby mm-hmm. from this the movie this year. Um, <laughs> and then we have uh, what, Michael we, Myers. Yeah, Michael Myers yeah. has like made a big comeback. So I would love for uh, we need Freddie and Jason. I'm like mm-hmm. scared about Freddie because I just think I just think he's just such a. It's tougher for him with Ghostface. I think, 
all you got to do is just have Roger, like, you know, you got to yeah. have the voice and then anybody can be in the, in the suit. And then Michael Myers, same thing. Just get a tall fella who can know, who know how to walk. And that's it. But like, and Jason as well. But Freddie is like Robert Unglund. He just, he like that character is just so synonymous as far as the way he played yeah. it. So I just, I don't know. I can't. Yeah. Like, I don't know what Jack Earl Haley tried. Like he tried his best it with that good. remake. It was good. It was just—it's not. The movie itself yeah. was not movie great. It was—it was an odd, like very much darker depiction uh-huh. of the character because they like, made him like an actual know, like wondered, child predator. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted it like kind of fun to go back into that bag of just being kind of fun. We also got Candyman returning last mm-hmm. year. Like you know, I think it's time for Freddie and Jason to like, kind of get a comeback. Chucky's yeah. come back with that new TV Yeah, that's show. true. I forgot about Chucky. So everybody's coming back and like, you know, these poor blokes <laughs> are just kind of twiddling their thumbs in the woods, not being able to have their own movies. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's get into some of the, the main topic that we were going to get into today. Um, and that is Scream 6. So it, it was broken by, I believe it was Variety who broke the news that Hayden Panettiere uh, is going to reprise her role her role as Kirby uh, from Scream 4 in Scream 6. Now, it was like rumored that they really wanted her for uh, Scream, for, uh, you know, Scream 5. And I, I, I know she was going through like a lot of stuff. So I'm even surprised that she's signed on for to be in this one because I think this is for correct me if I'm wrong is this isn't this like her first movie in like ten years or something like that? Yeah, too? it's been a mm-hmm. long time. Yeah, so I don't know. I've been follow. I mean, I guess to be fair, I haven't really followed Hayden Panettiere's career mm-hmm. in a while. If she, whether she's done, didn't she? Was she in that Heroes like reboot thing? Not like that a long show ago? or something? Or I don't. I know there was one show she was doing for a while, um, but. Yeah, so I, I, so then we had a little, we had a little Easter egg from Scream Five of you know the little YouTube clip, uh, and the thumbnail said, you know, it said, um, you know, s- interview with Survivor, uh, and it was her, mm-hmm. you know, so that was a cool Easter egg, and then when I saw it the second time is when I noticed it, I was like, oh my god, that's great, uh, to kind of mm-hmm. like leave that door open in case she did want to come back. Um, yeah. so she is returning to the scream six. I am so excited. Um, I'm so pumped. I Kirby has to be probably like, probably like my third or fourth favorite character in the scream franchise. I absolutely love Kirby. I was devastated <laughs> when she got killed in scream yeah. four. Like I was like, that's one of the best, I was like the best character in this damn movie. Especially because she didn't get killed by Emma, she got killed by that damn geek. Um, yeah, so I, I would have been. Okay. He would have never caught her slipping in real life. Yeah, like, I would sure. like. I wouldn't have been mad if she got killed by Emma Roberts because Emma Roberts, like, yeah, like slay, you know. But like, I was, so, <laughs> I was mad, you know. So yeah, I am super happy that they left that door open that she was a survivor. I did hear that, you know. I saw a report of like Wes Craven wanted to keep her alive, and he left that door mm-hmm. open as well. So, um, I love me some Kirby. I'm super happy to see her come back. We also got confirmation that, um, I believe it's, uh, Mason, uh, Mason Gooding, uh, is coming back yeah. and Jacqueline's yeah. yeah. boy Brown. It's the tw- yeah. It's the, the twins. twins. Uh, Courtney Cox is pretty much confirmed yeah. as well, but they officially announced the, the sisters, you know, Melissa Barrera, Jenna Ortega, and then the twins. Which is already, that's a cast right there to me. That's, that's, yeah. you know, add, 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 yeah. add a couple of fresh faces and stuff and, you know, let's get this thing rolling. Uh, but I, I'm super excited to have, that she's back. I don't know how they got her to do it. I don't know what happened, but, you know, <laughs> I'm super happy. So let's go around, get everyone's thoughts on the news. Uh, I'll start with you, Maddie. Oh my god. Yeah, I could not be happier. Scream is my favorite franchise. Um and I absolutely love Kirby. Um and I'm really I'm really excited about the twins and the sisters being back because like as much as I love Sydney Prescott, I'm really ready for them to like pass the torch. Yeah, I agree. Um, That's what I was saying. And have like the yeah. new generation, especially because they called it Scream. It wasn't Scream 5. Like it feels like it was a, a very, very soft reboot because mm-hmm. it had the original cast in it. Um, but I'm super excited to see Kirby. Um, and I feel like, again, I think that they're going in the direction of passing the torch. Um, but before they do that, I'm really excited for like, a more legacy character to be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was ecstatic. I, I 
remember when I saw Scream 5 in the theaters, like I saw that little YouTube thumbnail and I was like, oh my God. And I thought she was going to be in the movie after that. Um, so I was really bummed when she wasn't. Um, so I'm psyched. I, I cannot wait. Very excited. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I totally totally agree. I have something I have something to say about kind of the uh, legacy characters returning, but I'll get into that after everyone's initial thoughts on uh, on um, Hayden Penitentiary. So let's go to let's go to you, Corey. What uh, how about you? What are you? What were your thoughts when you saw this news? Oh my god, I was so excited. I mean, I wasn't surprised because I pretty much was praying that this was going to be the case, and and uh, Scream was also is also my favorite franchise it's the franchise that got me into horror to begin with and yeah i love it and but i started out watching the tv show on mtv that was my first introduction to screen oh man period yeah we don't talk about season three but season one and two (laughs) we should have asked what season did you start with we tried its best no um yeah and i watched that at such a young age so it was like very you know it really crafted what i like in horror movies but there are two characters in that show uh audrey and noah that i feel like Uh i feel like kirby is just them in one person Uh so when i did watch scream 4 i was like this is the best character it's taking the you know it's the two best characters from the tv series in one and uh kirby has got to be one of my all-time favorite characters in scream so i'm so excited that she's back and i'm so excited they're bringing melissa back and jenna because they killed it, mm. the twins killed it. I can't wait. We need to see Mindy and Kirby interact. Oh, it's I need good. it. Oh man, <laughs> I'm just... so glad you brought up Noah because Noah might be my favorite Scream character. I, oh, no, I so love Noah. Good. I really hope. I really wish they would bring him in I know. somehow. Because Johnny Karna is just such a good actor, and like they could definitely connect the TV show. Oh, for sure. Sh- I still to this day, still to this day. I the one thing from the TV show I because I watch it's a yearly tradition for me to watch the TV like season one at yeah, least yeah me too like mm-hmm, I at mm-hmm. least either Halloween or just like around summertime because like the vibe back in 2015 it's so good when that show was like coming out MTV was pushing it too they were like promoting it everywhere mm-hmm. I used to come home I forget which day they came on but I I used to come home from work and just like dive into the show I loved it so much but one thing I was just like. Dude, first of all, get rid of this Brandon James like idea, <laughs> and just like you don't have to, they don't have to be from Woodsboro, but just have someone just make that connection, like one liner of like, yeah. oh yeah, something like this happened over in that town in Woodsboro, like mm-hmm. you know something like that. I was waiting for it the whole time, <laughs> <laughs> like an article or something yeah. to connect this universe. Because listen, like there's there's rarely any like horror universes and i know we're tired of like you know cinematic mcu all that shit. i know we're tired but the screen i know multiverse. the only <laughs> this multiverse, is my multiverse <laughs> the only like <laughs> cinematic universe that i have to hit to like that i have is like the conjuring universe right that's all i got mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now imagine if like scream just had its own just universe of just like characters and the tv show connected get rid of season three but like the tv show it's <laughs> like the tv show just connected like i would love to have like noah and Ar- and, and aubrey in this show um the only thing about that is that there's too many likable characters somebody people gotta die i know <laughs> that's why I'm so, I'm so worried about kirby like yeah. and the twins I'm so I'm so worried about this, but I just I want them to bring in Audrey and Noah so bad, even if they're just like in the back of a film class or something. something like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just need it. I totally agree because they were my favorite characters of that show. Mm-hmm. Um, I damn Brooke too. Mm-hmm. Now Brooke I, is incredible. Now. So are we? Are we all? Listen, I just want to ask one question before I get to Tyler. Uh, did was you? Did we all vibe with Emma? I thought I think Emma's a horrible final girl. I'm sorry. <gasps> I did. I haven't rewatched the Scream show in a very long time, but like she, I remember her not being like a great final girl. I just don't think your final girl should be like popular. You know what I'm saying? I think she needs to be like a geek. You know? Like, I was more interested in the other girl. Which one? Brooke. 
Uh, yeah, Rip was I cool. Was Rip was a little sassy. Rip was you know? amazing. No, his girlfriend I liked too, and then she got ganked, and I was all. Oh man. my god! Wait, which one? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Poor Zoe? Noah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, Noah. <laughs> so sad. And there was like all that. Was it Audrey that had all of the uh, like the mysteries that we never really got? Like yeah, super yeah, yeah. I also love the killer reveal of like that show too. Um, oh, so good. So I won't um, spoil it if you haven't seen the show. You should watch. I think it's on Netflix still. It's it is, yeah. Is it? I own season one. I still don't own season two. You can't find it anywhere, but I own season one. But um, yeah, definitely, definitely watch that show if you haven't. Um, all right, Tyler, how about you, man? The uh, Hayden Panettiere returning to Scream Six. How you feeling? Yeah, I mean that's great. I mean Hayden Panettiere is definitely a fan favorite for I think most people. You know, no matter what your thoughts are about Scream Four, I feel like it's universal that she's like the fan favorite character, at least of the new people. Um, but that's great you know it'll be interesting to see how she's incorporated into this story because i know that like the little minute details we have about the story so far which includes the 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 returning cast from the last film is that they're leaving woodsboro so i don't know necessarily what that entails i mean how they're going to connect it i mean i'm sure that we'll probably just see well the people will probably they'll research and they'll see that maybe they'll link it back to that youtube video that she survived and then they can gather survivors but um, I, yeah, I mean, the new cast returning for this next one is great. I'm intrigued to see how we're going to develop more the the sisters, the Melissa Barrera's character and Jenna Ortega. Hopefully Jenna Ortega has a much bigger role in this one because she mm, kind of yes. was sidelined for large portions of the last film. Yeah. Understandably so, because she was like injured for the entire <laughs> time. But um, I guess I one of the things I kind of hope that they lean away from in the next one, Scream 6 or whatever they end up calling it, is all of that stuff with Melissa Barrera's character and like seeing her like ghost dead. <laughs> I, I, I liked necessarily... it. It wasn't like I disliked it. I just like I feel like that would be odd to continue that for yeah. mo- like more movies. Where I she's wonder just, how like, they getting... would use it. I yeah, just I, gaining influence from him. So I, I guess, think during the spoiler review, I was like, I liked it when it came up. I was like, oh, hey, cool. Then it like kept happening. I was like, I got it. But I did like <laughs> the way it connected at the end. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. When, when he's like in the mirror, I get the fucking knife and stab him. I thought that was all great. Like that stuff was yeah. cool. But I, I guess I didn't need it to happen like seven more times, you know, after the first. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe they could also find a way to bring back Stu because that's I the other person I want to see come back, back somehow. I love Stu. I don't it's know how they'll do it. Everyone online so mad if they bring him back, but <laughs> Wes did want to bring him back, you know. Especially yeah. since I, I, it was like confirmed that he was the guy in that ghost face little the, the silver mask yeah. thing. Which I'm like, so he was there. I mean, I don't know why not. Well, he's still... been in the other movies too as an extra. Oh, I didn't even realize. I didn't even yeah. know that. He, yeah. just, he just finds a way mm. in his movies. He's <laughs> Matthew Lillard's great. As he just, should. I guess I just don't know what he would really like. Is he going to be a, a killer or is he just going to be like a. Maybe they go to an asylum, like, oh, you know, this guy is. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can yeah. get into their mind, kind of like a batman and joker kind of thing of like oh let's go visit him or something i don't know they could pull like a silence of the lambs thing where oh like, yeah you know, <laughs> go back and like ask him about Can you the imagine movie. that'd be wild that'd be re- it would be the meta you know it would go along with the theme yeah um yeah okay so- i saw someone on on twitter that said like he should be a cult leader and like Can leading this cult of like ghost faces the, the, and preaching That'll like about Billy, and I think that would be so funny. Like the cult of that'd be so awkward for Melissa Barrera. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like her actual dad. Like yeah, the cult of Chucky, but it's the cult of Ghostface. I don't know exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at, at the very least, I hope that if they bring back Kirby, it isn't like one of those like opening kill kind of things. Oh my god, I would, I would die. That was my gut feeling. I actually, we I would not be happy. That just I think I think if I think it would have been better off if you just didn't announce she was back if you were going to kill her in the yeah. I I think they have to know how much she's how how beloved she. I mean, look at how the how people took to the news. Now, if you go and make her like a first kill, I would absolutely hate it because yeah, I wouldn't like it. Um. Okay, so she should go ahead. Oh, sorry. Just she. I feel like she should be the new, like older mentor in a way like replacing sydney and gail in that sense kind of like Dewey, they, the way you know they were yeah the way that well no, except for the dying part the way that the, the, the way that they were like telling uh 
Melissa, like how this all works. I feel like mm. Kirby would be the next person to do that. Yeah, I, yeah. I wonder. I wonder what Sydney's involvement will be, if any. Because I mean, I guess mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense to have Gail potentially be involved because she is like a reporter yeah. and she can just go anywhere. I but so Sydney like has like a family that's and kids actually, and is probably um, tired of doing that's this. That's actually what I was gonna bring up. I was gonna bring up the fact that I mentioned like the other day that I think this is it's it's time for Sydney to sit one out. Like I know. <laughs> She, I don't Nev Nev Campbell's around, and I'm not sure I know she would do them, but I, I, as much as I, she's my favorite final girl of all time, like Scream is my favorite franchise yeah. of all time, like she has been my favorite. And mm-hmm. Wes wasn't always a he wasn't afraid to just have the final girl. What you saw in a lot of '90s movies was you you had a lot of final girls just kind of like not do anything, uh, but yeah. Wes was just. Sydney was always fucking up Ghostface all the time. Just like you know, <laughs> every like, everyone, every single movie, she just had a moment where she's just body and Ghostface, you know. Yeah. Um, and then Ghostface kind of has a one up on her, one up her to to kind of get ahead. Um, so I wouldn't mind if this one Sydney kind of sits it out with her family, chills out, maybe maybe returns if they if they end up doing another one after this next one, like a seventh mm-hmm. movie, but. Um, cause I think, I think, um, Melissa Barrera and Jenna Ortega are, are better like right now as, as like the new generation of this franchise. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on that. I'll start with you, uh, Corey, as far as like the idea of Nev Campbell sitting out a screen movie. Yeah, I agree. I think like, I think it's time for Sydney to to be allowed to take a break, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I I think, though, that they could always pull, like, a just a little hint of her. Like, maybe she's just, like, there on a video call or something like that where she's not even necessarily involved with what's going on, but there's just, like, a reference to her, I think, would be fine. But I think, again, like, like you were saying, this passing of the torch is great, and I yeah. think these final girls are so good that it's like fine to not have her there. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I think not to say that I, that I, that I just like dislike Sydney. I just think she's, you no, know, no, no. Yeah. It's like, it's like, she's the best. Of course. She yeah. deserves, she deserves to take a break. She deserves <laughs> to live a happy life. She deserves life. peace. Yeah. yeah so it's like, her, it's just, yeah. Let what her else, be with her kids. Yeah. What else can she out. really, can she really do as far as like this, this franchise and stuff? Um, Tyler, how about you? Uh, as far as Sydney making a return or the kind of sitting one out, um, I mean, I think it would be cool to see one without her if it, if it go, if it's written well. You know, more power to him. I mean, of course, I love Sydney Prescott. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's probably one of my favorite characters of horror media. But I mean, there's not too much you could else. I guess you could really do with her character. With I mean, or you could just kill her, which would make no. everybody angry. <laughs> I mean, but the uh, the the character. I feel like, I mean, I mean, we're, well, I guess, six movies in now. I feel like she could sit out one. I mean, we saw even with, like, Halloween, mm-hmm. how eventually Halloween kind of moved away from Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, at least, you know, sometimes. You know, they always go back to her to some degree. So, I mean, I'm sure you could just do that same thing with yeah. Nev Campbell as Sidney Prescott. I mean, to be fair, the first one, the first Halloween without her was the fourth one, which I thought was actually really good. Then, like, the sequels after that got pretty bad, and then they brought back Jamie Lee Curtis to kind of, like, save the franchise, and then they killed the franchise again. <laughs> um, I I think I think you, it's very clear in previous iterations of horror films, like in franchises, you can do it as long as you have, like, the right people involved. Yeah. And I, I could see them doing this because the cast that we are bringing back is so strong because mm-hmm. it feels like it was almost like a passing of a torch in the sense with Melissa Barrera's character especially. Um, I mean... I'm not going to be mad if Sydney shows up, but I wouldn't be upset if she's not in it either or yeah. as like has like a cameo or something. You know, it's one of those kind of things. Yeah, I would I I would agree. So um Maddie, how about you? How you how, how you feel about that? I feel like I'm on the same like wavelength as you guys. I want a cameo of her and um, Patrick Dempsey, her husband. Yes. Uh, right. Uh living their life with their kiddos safe from Ghostface. Um mm-hmm. And then I wanted to really focus on the main cast. I think that like Jenna Ortega is the new horror yes. it girl. I think she's the best mm-hmm. like scream queen we have right now. 
-hmm. and I want it to be all about her. The rest of the cast is great. I want her to be the main focus because I feel like she's so talented and they sidelined her talents in the last one. Um, and she's proving herself in the horror community and I want more of her. So yeah, anything that makes agree. her the main focus, I'd be happy with. <laughs> I actually agree that I would love, I, I love Melissa, but I just love Jenna Ortega more mm -hmm. um, yeah, in that same. role, especially in X as well. So, oh, yeah. so yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's an interesting topic. Uh, you know, we'll see what they do. I'm sure, I'm sure, sure, sure. Um, There's so much they could do with, with Tara, too, because mm -hmm. she had the relationship with um, the with the killer. So there's, like, yeah. she has such a complex, like, I don't know. I think she could be a really interesting in the next se sequels where they could center her and around kind of her grief with that. Uh, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, all right, so let's get into some other things that's been going on. Okay, so yesterday I was absolutely befuddled. Uh, I think it was like film <laughs> updates uh, dropped uh, a, a bio of a new movie coming out this summer uh, titled They Them. And maybe it sounded different as far as like what they mean in the title because I saw the title given what the bio is as far as it being like a slasher movie um the title is meant to be kind of like a play to be to be called they slashed them which is mm -hmm. like still kind of insane and crazy and wild and 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 it's and it sounds like hella fun but uh I I don't know if you guys saw this uh this synopsis of this upcoming movie and stuff <laughs> Kevin Bacon is in here uh it's releasing on August 5th on Peacock but uh, here's the bio before I launch into, you know, everyone's thoughts. Uh, the slasher film is set at an LGBTQIA conversion camp where the campers work together to protect themselves. But when a mysterious killer starts claiming victims, things get even more dangerous. Uh, and there's a couple of stills they drop with the film and stuff. Um, the, only, the only notable um, actor that I've seen on the cast so far is Kevin Bacon. He seems like he's gonna be like the, what is it like the con like the converter or something like that. Or... Yeah, he is because I I got I have like the whole I have like all the details because I got the press release. Yeah, Theo Germain is in it too. Yeah, so this movie looks. It just seems like it's gonna be insane. It's not in. I don't think it's gonna be in theaters. It doesn't look like. I would no. Thought, it's only I on Peacock currently, at least. Theaters, but. Uh, yeah, what were some of the other things that you got on it, on it, Tyler? Oh, I mean, I can read some of it because I have it pulled up. But um, the, let's see, what should I write? Or should say, I should say. But yeah, I mean, it's Blumhouse. It's the, the it's written, it's actually the directorial debut of the, uh, what's his face? John Logan, mm -hmm. I believe is his name. But he's written a lot of like stuff that we know. Because like, I mean, I was so surprised to see his credits and realize that he's helped write so many popular movies over the years. Like he helped write um, Skyfall, the James Bond mm -hmm. film, Gladiator, mm -hmm. The Aviator, Sweeney Todd. Like he's done writing in so many great films over the years. So it'll be intriguing if he can translate that from so many great directors, you know, having, you know, been around so many great directors. But other than that, it's really interesting reading off the cast list because the cast list is filled with many different characters that are like, you know, it is a gay conversion camp, but the characters, you know, they actually have descriptions of all the characters and who's playing mm -hmm. who. And there are a lot of there there are a lot of different characters. There's gay characters, there's bisexual characters, there's non-binary characters, there's transgender characters. Um, and it seems like it's coming from a very passionate place for John Logan because of the the statement that he made in this press release about it. So I guess I can read that if you want me to. Sure, why not? What is this? What is, what, is, what does he say? About it? He wrote, it says in the press release, They Slash Them has been germinating within me my whole life. I've loved horror movies as long as I can remember. I think because monsters represent the other, and as a gay kid, I felt a powerful sense of kinship with those characters who are different, outlawed, or forbidden. I wanted to make a movie that celebrates queerness with characters that I never saw when I was growing up. When people walk away from the movie, I hope they're going to remember the incredible love that these kids have for each other and how love needs to be protected and celebrated. Oh, shit, that's deep. I'm actually I'm actually yeah. really excited. I, once I looked more into it, because I, I thought, here's the thing, right? So there was a movie that came out last year 
okay and uh it was it's called karen and uh it's, <laughs> it's on b it was on bet and it was it was this it was just it was like a thing that happens in today's like world <laughs> turned into a concept so when i first saw like the title and everything i was like oh my god this is like this is gonna be like some <laughs> random dude who's just thinks it was made for yeah, all the wrong and reasons i was like Oh no! Don't. What is this? And then I looked more into it. I was like, oh, okay, okay, all right, cool. Um, so I'm actually looking really, really. I'm actually looking really into it. Um, and stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, Corey, uh, what are you? What do you think about this upcoming film? Uh, well, when I saw, literally, when I saw just the title, I got so emotional, like because I'm non-binary, and mm-hmm. so rarely non-binary people ever like even recognized or talked about in conversations and so to see that as like an actual movie title really was amazing um and just made me so excited and then reading the synopsis i just it i'm so i'm so happy that we're getting this it just looks like something that's gonna be so passionate and while it does definitely have the chance to be very performative and you know there's they have to do it correctly i think they will and just to see like trans characters being played by trans actors that's such a huge thing and i'm so happy that we're getting such like a mainstream company to be able to make this and i think it's really going to help a lot of queer kids especially because i i wrote a research paper this year about how slashers represent queer identity like all slasher movies Mm -hmm. are are a metaphor for queer identity so i think this is exactly what we need it's perfect and also to be following like on the heels of freaky and fear street we're getting so many more queer outwardly queer slashers so i'm just so excited especially too because um like i hear a lot from like scream fans of like of how like of what 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 scream uh like does for a lot of people in in the community so yeah. you know, it, it's really nice to see more stuff coming out um, regarding like film and in the media because I definitely think we could use more things like this. I'm super excited, like like that that statement from the director is like super super yeah. super moving, and it's it, it also tells me that these characters are going to be like the first thing that we kind of will will uh, will resonate with coming out of the film before the horror stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm super excited. I'm hoping yeah. for it because I mean, even the some of the other things in the press release, it was being described as a queer empowerment story set at a gay conversion. Camp. Yeah, yeah. So I'm super excited to see what they do with it. Um, I just wish I could see it. I could see it in a theater, but you know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, and uh, Maddie, how about you? This uh, this film. Yeah. So I um, it was funny because I just saw a tweet about it on my timeline yesterday, and I read the title as they them, and I was like okay, I feel like this is going to be like performative or cringe, mm-hmm. whatever. And then the moment that I read it out loud and I said, oh, it's called They Slash Them. I was like, they slash them. And then it hit and I was like, that's so creative. <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's, it's such it's such a yeah, good title. It's I mean, such a good title. Maybe, it's so but good. I didn't get it at first. Um, and so as soon as I got it, I was like, oh, that's camp. Like that's, yeah. that's so fun. Um and I I think it's a really heavy topic, especially with like the political climate right now um, with conversion therapy and everything. But I think it's going to be like a funny movie, um, or at least that's the vibes I'm getting from it right now. Um, and it seems really heartfelt. And like what you read, um, that like statement, I think that's so amazing. And um, I mean, yeah, the queer community we love horror. So it makes sense, you know? Um, and I'm really excited. And once I realized that it was a pun and not like performative, I was completely sold and I love it now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think seeing the logo also helps with visualizing Mm -hmm. the title because the logo is literally, I'll send it to everyone, but the, it's the logo is they, them and and red, you know, like very red bloody. And then there's a, the slash is, looks like almost like a blade. It's like a silvery (laughs) blade slash. So it makes sense when you see the visual there, but I mean, I don't think anybody's actually released the logo. It's in the press release though. I mean, that's weird. Um, yeah, I'm super, I'm super pumped. And 
and listen, I know Kevin Bacon is going to eat this up because he. Oh yeah, <laughs> I hope so. He's so good. I mean, he's like, I mean, it, if it, it's kind of interesting how it comes full circle with talking about Friday the Thirteenth since he was in the yeah. original Friday the Thirteenth as a council. You know, he was at the camp, but now he's playing the cap counselor. That's so so cool. it's interesting, interesting how it works out that way. I'm glad that they changed the title because I don't he's know so if they camp. mentioned it or not, but the. Yeah, because his character is named Owen Wils- Whistler. Owen Whistler, and I think Whistler Camp isn't as exciting of a title no. as they slash them. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, all right, let's. Uh, that's it for the topics today. Let's get into some questions uh, sent by you, the listeners. If you want to send us a question anytime, it's 617-506-3409. You can send us a question anytime about anything movie-related. Just don't call the number. Yeah, cool. Um <laughs> All right, so this person, this is, I, I saw this one earlier today, so I wanted to grab it. This person here says, are we in a horror slasher movie resurgence after the release of Scream, uh, Texas Chainsaw? We don't talk about that one. Uh, X, bodies, bodies, bodies coming up, and now they slashed them. Um, I feel like it was before. It was Scream, definitely before. Yeah, because yeah, last year has some pretty good ones, too. Like, there is one on Netflix that nobody gave the time the time to. And I loved it. It was uh, it was what the fuck was it called? I'm forgetting the game now. Well, freaky, was freaky yeah. of course, was another yeah. one I loved. I had a good time with Happy Happy Death Day. I love it. Yeah, like you know, um, oh yeah, it was one. called There's Someone in Your House, I believe on that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. And it was like somebody who put on the faces of like the people that he was going to kill. That was a good little slasher. The reveal was a little, eh, but like that was a good little slasher, and it had a it had a it had a woman of color as the lead, which you don't really see a mm-hmm. lot of in slasher movies. Um, and then we also had uh, the Fear Street movies last year, um, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun yeah. as well. Um, so I think that just overall, um, I have been like slasher is my favorite horror franchise. So you know, the more the merrier for me. And it seems like this year. It's kind of we're getting a lot of really original kind of ideas for slasher movies. Like of course the yeah you know, the they slash them and then uh, and then the bodies 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 is the trailer looks insane. That one I sent you the the, the thing for with Kiernan Shipka where it's like a time oh, traveling yeah, like, uh, what in uh, the slasher. World? I mean that sounds great. And then um you know X this year was a lot of fun. That was um, so of, good. Of course Scream so coming out. So yeah, I think that you know I'm excited that there's more slasher movies coming out and I want more. <laughs> Do, do you want me to read that off since you know it's it fits with the topic i don't know if everyone sure, else yeah, has go ahead, heard yeah. about that or not kieran and ship to guts but it's, it's, it's right, at least right now it's called totally killer <laughs> i love that. it's a slasher film that follows a girl who travels back in time and teams up with her mom to try and stop the sweet 16 killer after they resurge in that the is future absolutely <laughs> so we're going like awesome. time travel like multiverse of madness like levels of slasher movies so <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, I absolutely agree that there's been some kind of... Because there was a long time. I think it was from like 2012. It was all paranormal shit yeah. uh, for the longest time. Oh, God. Which, that, that found which, footage, yeah, found footage, paranormal, paranormal stuff, which I'm fine with. No disrespect, but I'm like, damn, where are my slashers, man? Like, where are they at? Yeah. You know, so... <laughs> That was the hot. That was the hot genre for a while because like the Conjuring, mm-hmm. Paranormal Activity, mm-hmm. Ghosts yeah. in general. So you know, and then the the, the Conjuring universe just, just spiraled out of nowhere, and then <laughs> yeah, the Nun Two's coming yeah. out. Uh, I guess I, still I, I, eventually I somewhere. The Nun Two. I was like, when you mentioned that Tyler in the, in, the, in one of the chats, I was like, what? <laughs> I completely forgot about. Yeah, that. they they brought it up. They brought it up. I think it was at mm-hmm. CinemaCon. But they're still working on it somehow, and Michael Chavez, for the, the the director who did uh, Curse of La Llorona, is doing we also it. we had Spiral recently too. Spiral yeah. was a good little. Yeah. I had fun with Spiral. You know, I liked it. Yeah, I don't know where they're going next with yeah. Saul, but oh. I'm curious where we go. Well, I mean, they have so much more material now with Chris mm-hmm. Rock. That's right. They did that now. I mean, that movie did not do well, so we'll see what they do with the saw movies but uh yeah Matt, maddie like how how are you uh what do, what do you think about that question here as far as like a resurgence of slasher movies in general yeah i definitely don't think it started with scream 5 i mean the new halloween was just a year mm-hmm. ago or not a year ago but last fall um but there's definitely a resurgence i'm definitely here for it i feel like um Blumhouse is, uh, they made Happy Death Day and um, uh, what is the one where they switch bodies? We talked about it. 
Freaky, Freaky. yeah. Mm-hmm. They made Freaky. those ones, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like yes. they are really doing the work for like kind of funny, cheesy slasher movies, which I really appreciate and love. Um, and then all the reboots that are coming out, obviously. There's been in the last two years, I feel like. I, I mean, horror is kind of cyclical, like only monster movies will come out for five years and then only paranormal movie movies will come out and then only slashers. So um, yeah, we're definitely back in a slasher era, but I think it started like two years ago. Not Yeah. Yeah. Screen. I would agree. And then it, Blumhouse is actually the ones doing yeah, the slasher, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Just, and then A24, cool. I mean, A24 is the X and bodies, bodies, bodies. So for sure, even, oh. even there, even they're kind of like, hey, I'm really excited to see them doing it because so many people like to act like slashers can't be like art films. So mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting that A24 is taking yeah. a stab at them. And X was very X, much X, X felt like a yeah X felt like the better Texas Chainsaw mm-hmm. Massacre oh, yeah. movie than the actual yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre that, that came that out this came year. Out. Yeah, but it was still it was still like the perfect amount of trashy <laughs> that you want from a slasher. It was perfect. Yeah, yeah, like right. I had fun with what they did at the end bus scene, man. It was yeah. Oh, the bus scene was, was so was good. good. <laughs> Best scene uh, in the entire movie. Ending is absolutely. The hilarious. end was so. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, self driving. Also, yeah. just LC, also, just that was LC a sled. You know, oh for it. sure. Oh LC, my god, yes. Get Did LC you watch Fisher. Barry? Mm-hmm. Just get her more. Uh... Oh, yeah. I watched Barry. Yeah, she's in Barry. Yay. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, cool. so good. I was surprised. By <laughs> it made that. me so happy. Yeah, and, and I thought it was gonna be like a one off thing, but no, no, like no, she's they're a recurring character. Yeah, yeah, so um, I um, I'm so happy with that. So um. Yeah, Tyler, how about you? Uh, as far as like the this little horror kind of slasher kind of big kind of deal. Oh yeah, I mean there's been, there's been a lot of slashers. Even I mean I'm, I didn't like it personally, but that Hellfest mm. movie was also kind of a slasher as well. And I think that predates most of the Fucking one we Hellfest, mentioned as far yeah. as like uh, Halloween, you know, the 2018 Halloween and all them. But even still, I mean they've always been in the for you know they've always been in the yeah. background. There's usually at least one or two every year that people gravitate mm. towards. It's just like they're not like in the forefront, like. You know, because we already mentioned, like, the big popular thing for a while was paranormal, whether it be the parent, the hundred paranormal activity movies. We just got a new one last year after, like, a long break or the torture porn with Saw and Hostel. And then, you know, like, it is very cyclical, cyclical, uh, cyclical sorry, yeah, big word. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm, I mean, I'm always going to be down for slashers. I mean, as long as they're well made and they're, you know... If they're popular enough where the big studios are pushing them out, whether it be a Blumhouse or just like a major studio like a Warner Brothers or Universal, somebody, as long as they're still well made, I'll always be down for them. I'm glad that we're getting, I guess, well, it's also great that they're bringing back these franchises, which kind of also circles back to we need to get Jason (laughs) Voorhees back because I feel like Jason Voorhees would be great. You know, that formula with him. And just this, you know, the slasher renaissance, it just feels kind of incomplete without Jason mm-hmm. Voorhees. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they can resolve that soon and we can get a new slasher entry. But yeah, I mean, it's, I feel like slashes have always been around. It's just that they're more popular to the pop culture world right now because, I mean, we saw Halloween 2018 did like insane numbers. Like it was insane to see how well that movie did. And I feel like that was kind of like, the big sent, you know, the big signal for all these studios that like slasher movies can make a lot yeah. of money if they really market them well and make them well. And for the most part, I think they've done a pretty good job. I mean, there's there, there's always going to be a couple duds like that Texas Chainsaw oh, Massacre movie is one of the duds. Oh. That, I mean, it wasn't even in theaters, <laughs> yeah. so but they, I don't know how well it would have done if it was in theaters. But it's one of the ones yeah. I didn't like. But usually they're done pretty well, so I'm excited. There's more slashers, you know. I can't complain. The only thing I'm worried that. about is like when um, when horror gets into a cycle, they oversaturate the market, and then the movies start to fail again. Um, yeah. And I'm nervous that if too many slashers come out too uh, too fast, that. <laughs> then it's going to start failing again and studios aren't going to want to push out the good ones because they're not making them enough money. So I feel as long as they like pace it, um, then it can like survive and have more longevity. But right now, since like the forties, they've been in this cycle of oversaturating and then failing. And I'm a little nervous, but I'm hoping that they're going to learn their lesson eventually. (laughs) 
that is that is very true because even you even see that trend in a lot of these long-running horror franchises yeah. like ones we named like Hall- the halloween movies eventually started to fall off box yeah. office wise scream 4 didn't do great box office wise and then we just didn't get another one for like a decade i still don't know why they won't um, ever release a scream movie during halloween they get right? released I've, I mean, it's it's Michael Myers' fault recent, know, in recent I know, years. But I know yes. Scream Five this year, like it did good, like it did real good. But like even even like it's it's long haul, like as far as like the legs, it, it's it like surpassed a hundred. I think it's like a hundred forty million dollars, which is great. Um, but get that shit in October, and that thing will make bonkers money if they put it in October. It should um, either be like an October movie or a summer blockbuster. Or a summer. But January I, yeah, is not yeah, a good release month that's for not it. it. And I don't think I hope I don't, I don't remember what the release date is for next year, but I think I saw it. It's, like it's March. It's March thirty first, two thousand twenty three. Currently, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, it did so well, anyways. But like, they could be making more. Yeah, the, yeah, and I think yeah. the main issue is I think, Blumhouse. I, just think that, I know Blumhouse has a ton of dates booked like years in advance, so any other horror movies have yeah. to just kind of fall in line. Mm-hmm. That's that's basically what yeah. I was about to say. Like, I feel like I feel like most studios are afraid of yeah. Halloween because of how much money it made. The first one, like I said, like I was saying, the first one made so mm-hmm. much money, and even the second one, even with that dual release with Peacock. Uh, it still made yeah. quite a bit of money, especially for a Halloween film. Mm-hmm. So I feel like because they've kind of cornered the market with this Blumhouse Halloween trilogy, you kind of have to like teeter the line and kind of like walk around them because they're they're going to dominate the month usually. So usually you got people releasing the horror movies in like September or a little bit after Halloween, which we've seen fail for some other movies in the past like Doctor Sleep Oof. did horribly because it didn't come out on Halloween oh, idiot. they released it like the early <laughs> November I was like what are you guys thinking um, and then I think September is also a decent time like cause the It, the it, the it movies it can be, did, yeah. they, they both came out It 1 and 2 they came out mm-hmm. in September and they did bonkers they did like like, those are the other ones where people wanted to, where studios didn't want to like yeah, get near yeah. those movies because they were going to not make as much money because those movies, like they were like yeah, blockbusters. Well, those yeah, I think were destined for success just looking at the cast alone. Agreed. Like, the second, yeah. the first one movie opened yeah. up like if like if like a superhero movie would open up, it opened to like yeah. I think it was like a hundred and twenty million. It chapter one. Which is like nuts. That's so insane, it's though, for like a ho- for a horror movie. Yeah, like it's so, a horror movie. Like you don't see yeah, that out Jordan, there very Jordan often. Jordan Peele's movies do really well. I think that's the name. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know, I think I think Nope is gonna do well, and and um, Us did like eighty million its first weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it just all the. I don't know. It just it's a it's a weird uh kind of thing, and I am glad that Blumhouse kind of got out of the whole kind of supernatural shit because when they go supernatural, it's either a hit. Like like like, like 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 sinister, or it's a, a miss. Like, like I mean a, a miss. Like, 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 like sinister too. Dare and what are the other ones they do? Oh, man. were they Fantasy Island? Tyler? They were Fantasy Island. Yeah. I was supposed no, to say that. Yes. Of course they. Were. Actually, I had so much they fun. Were. I went on Valentine's Day when Don't that came it, out, no. and I had a lot of fun in that movie. <laughs> Did. Jeff, Did your Jeff significant other have fun in that movie? Because I went when I went to Fantasy Island. First of all, I left like like hour and a half in. Like, I couldn't do it. Um, and there was a there there were there was a there was a woman next to me, and she was going nuts for this movie. Like she was having a blast. And the guy, he was so angry. <laughs> and I know he was absolutely furious because she was like, "Did you see that?" And she's and he's like, "Yeah." Fuck, well, angry. to be fair. We did drink before. Okay. Period. So, I think yeah. that's the only way you could have really like gotten all your things to work with that, that movie, movie because and it then, was and then and then fucking Alex bought me the Blu-ray on my birthday. I was so angry. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. I. Fantasy Island. I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. It was terrible. That and Ouija. Ouija was first pretty one, bad too. Was the first one. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah, Mike Flanagan did that. Uh, and Corey, good. as far as you are, you are you in the same agreement as far as like the slasher resurgence? It kind of always kind of being there. It's just you have to st- strike it at the right time. Yeah, I think um, I think we saw it with Happy Death Day. I think that is where you see kind of the shift start to happen. I've been saying that we're having we were going to have a slasher re- resurgence for years, but I think especially once we got more teens to go to horror movies and started making uh like 
more teen-centered slashers, obviously. I think mm-hmm. that also really helped. Uh, things like It helped as well, just to get kind of that younger audience, because horror has always been more popular with younger audiences, but for some reason, like, in recent years, it hasn't really had that same impact on younger audiences, so I think it's really interesting. Yeah. When we do get... No, there's been, like, like actual studies done that show now horror audiences tend to be people, like, 40-plus, Mm-hmm. which is really concerning because obviously we want the future generation to be making horror movies as well. Um, but I think we're seeing that with like the screenager productions doing Satan's servant and stuff like that. Like slashes are definitely in right now. Obviously they're going to be out soon, but you can kind of always predict the subgenre trends within horror. So. Yeah. I, I wonder which one. I'm thinking next. we're probably going to do more psychological stuff closer to hereditary and midsummer oh hereditary that'd be pretty life cool life when that came out man it was amazing <laughs> midsummer, midsummer was, was great too i mean midsummer i mean i like the i mean my most normal moment with midsummer was going to see it opening night and the couple next to me got up and left after oh, that guy's head got smashed well in by that mall- by listen that midsummer made me mad no, it's just intense like Midsummer made me mad just because I I have sensitive eyes and that shit's bright as fuck. You feel me? <laughs> That's my favorite oh, part. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, yeah, setting setting a horror movie in the daytime is actually quite genius. But yeah, it's just my eyes can't handle it. Um, all right, let's get into another question here before we get off the show. All right, um, this person here says, "What would be your go-to horror weapon?" Oh, Ooh. go, go boring. <laughs> well, the, it wasn't. Well, the question wasn't like if I needed to live or not. But I mean, I'll take a gun. You know, it should help. I'm for very most basic. I've always I liked think. this just standard butcher knife. I think every time I have, to, I'm cooking and I have to cut something with the butcher knife. I'm like, oh, I don't like the way this looks at me and stuff. So I, I've always been terrified of butcher knives and getting stabbed by one, by one of them. So. That's probably mine as far as just the most scary. I, I think I think I would if I if I had to actually choose something that wasn't a gun. I just feel like that's you know that's what you would probably want in that situation. I, probably, I, I mean, if you're asking for a weapon, I figured that would, as long as it works, you know, or or I have a good aim. You know, we saw Howling Kills that the aim was kind of important oh for shooting God, a horror villain. <laughs> One of the whole, most hilarious horror deaths uh, in recent oh years was that. Well, it's so realistic um, though, because like because like how would she know how to use? yeah why would she know <laughs> just, just embarrassing but uh i'd probably choose like whether, like whether it be a, a kitchen knife or maybe like a machete because i feel so, like a machete would be pretty cool mine, or a fire axe if, okay depends on the horror movie if i was in a zombie movie i would do a dead rising uh lawnmower um because oh, yeah. in the dead rising video game my favorite thing in the world was using a lawnmower to kill the zombies um <laughs> But if it, if I was the killer, it would be a kitchen knife, and then if if I was the victim, it would be like a fucking machete or like a katana. I don't know. I feel like you can just slice them in half, and they're done. They're gone. Goodbye. Like, cool. So those would be my three choices. Going back real quick to kitchen knives, like one of the most traumatic scenes for me, because like my like my fear of butcher knives was in Halloween Kills when he's stabbing that guy on the kitchen table. Oh my god, with, yeah. Like, oh, it's so good. Hey, I, 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 oh. I so that that scene tra- like traumatized me. I, like when I watched that, I was like, oh my fucking god. Just <laughs> He just put like all of the cutlery <laughs> in their house. God, that was him. awesome though. He was like, like, using what sure. was around him, you know? Using his resources. Go. Just crack my neck. It was like that and then like the light bulbs. Oh my like, god. <laughs> Just like crack my neck or something. I'm just like I don't. This is a horrible way to go. Um, and Corey, how about you? Your go-to weapon? Yes. Um. Well, I'm a huge like baseball bat or axe. Fan. Oh. I don't man. think I would use a gun because against a slasher, like they're just gonna get back up and then I'm gonna run out of bullets. Mm-hmm. But with like a a baseball bat or an axe, I feel like I can just keep hitting them forever. Uh, and especially like baseball bats with like the the nails in them. I feel like those are just easier Ooh. to use. Oh, oh, oh you want to be? <laughs> yeah, I do. With Lucille, <laughs> I, I am. Um, I'm so glad you said like keep hitting them. One of my one of my most hated tropes in slasher movies and I guess horror movies in general is when the the protagonist 
gets a weapon stops when they double tap yeah they hit yeah yeah. like that's why i love zombie land so much but they hit the person (laughs) and then they either drop the weapon or they just run Yes. What else they never do is they never take off their mask. I know. And I'm like, you take away their power yeah, when you take off And then Dewey tried to, and but he Ooh, waited too long. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, Sydney Prescott yeah, shoots yeah. people the in the face. And, but then, but then, like, what was the movie that you mentioned, Tyler? Because that's what it reminded me of. Uh, what was it? Um, the fucking the movie with the the theme park or whatever. Hellfest. Yeah, Hellfest. Hellfest. She gets one. an arm, she hits the guy, and she drops the arm and runs. It's like, what are yeah. you doing? I was like, <laughs> kill him. Like, <laughs> ah. Anyway. That's a situation where it's like, you fight, you don't fight. Like, yeah. yeah. It depends, because there are some situations in these horror films, you see these people yeah, fight yeah, and they lose. True. Like, because I think of like the, I was the just firefighters about to say that. Halloween. I was just about to say that. <laughs> they, they, I was like, I don't even know how I'd react in that situation, watching hot, like Michael Myers walk out of a burning building and make like a like no, a superhero stance and then kill everybody. Okay, actually, Dwayne, you bringing up feeling traumatized after the knife mm-hmm. scene in Halloween Kills—that's how I felt after Halloween 2018. The bathroom scenes, I was like oh, terrified, was terrified of public yeah. restrooms after that. Yeah. Like, it's like someone's <laughs> gonna come in. <laughs> Just. I purposely do not use public restrooms, but that's like that movie just gave me all the reasons. <laughs> They're to, horrifying. To be, oh, yeah. Like on their own, yeah. <laughs> that movie just like gave me all the reasons right. to, to like confirm my theory that they're just the worst because that poor girl is trying to have a nice little tinkle and then Michael comes in and just, <laughs> just throws her friend against his, the door and that that was insane. <laughs> That was not very cool of him. It was such a good <laughs> kill, though. It's yeah. a good kill, but yeah, I was like, God. Um, <laughs> he's, he's, he's creative. We've seen in the more recent Blumhouse films, he's very creative. That's with one the of the things that I think makes him like one of the ultimate slashers is because he just really uses what's around him, you know? He's really resourceful. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's very versatile. That. I can respect that. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I mean, you don't really see most of the other slashers, like the big ones. They use like, you know, yeah. they usually use like one specific weapon, like a, a kitchen knife mm-hmm. or a machete, like an or a Fre- uh, Freddy has that glove with the knives. Michael will just use whatever's <laughs> yeah. around him. And they really, they really honed in on that stuff too in the newer movies, which is kind of which is great. Like, which oh, makes it so creative. Yeah, or just like the way he. The way I I remember the actors the actor who who plays michael in the in the new movies but I, oh i think it's james isn't it like james oh, uh, jude? Oh, james, man, james so jude courtney yeah and, and so nick castle plays him sometimes too you remember yeah. that scene where he's like in the first one where michael is just strolling that damn neighborhood and just just yeah. gangins people left and right <laughs> like when he goes into that 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 poor woman who goes out the week she's looking out her window oh beautiful night and she gets stabbed in the neck oh like, yeah holy smokes so, yeah fuck man this movie is insane yeah and they he, he, he impales oh that my god that was so good on the on the fence too so good that score the uh or when he cracks the uh cracks that the boyfriend character oh, yeah. on like the god. stairs and very satisfying kill um john carpenter's oh god, score is great speaking of john carpenter i think it's so wild that he did the score. He did the score for name. Firestarter, and they've just like John, completely ignored that what are you doing in the marketing. <laughs> John, it's just he, a lot of the people from that movie worked on it. It was weird. Just it was like a reunion. The the composers from Halloween, uh, the writer for Firestarter was one of the writers for Halloween oh, Kills. Cute. It's just like they just carried the team over. Like just good same same studio, same team. But I mean, the 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 movie itself wasn't very good, which is unfortunate. But I mean, yeah. the score slapped. Um, so there's yeah. that finish it um all right <laughs> listen to the score at least right, Dwayne. that is it for today's episode of cinemania nightmares thank you guys all for listening as always i really appreciate it and i'll go around get everyone's social medias i'll start with you tyler I'll let everyone know they can follow you my friend 
yeah, well, if you look up my name on YouTube, you'll find my YouTube channel, Tyler Calvert, for reviews, reactions, rankings, all that stuff. I do have a review up right now for Top Gun Maverick and Firestarter, the new one. I mean, I know Top Gun Maverick's not horror, but it is a very cool movie. So at least, in, you know, hopefully watch one or the other because I have some interesting thoughts on both. Um, but also you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and all it's right, Tyler Calvert. And Maddie. I am on two podcasts about movies. Um, One of them is Windsor Film Club, which is about um, underrated films. And uh, you can find that at Windsor Film Club pod on Twitter and Instagram. And the other is the Night Sisters podcast. That is my podcast about women in the Star Wars fandom. And that one's at Night Sisters pod on Twitter and Instagram. All right. And Corey. Uh, you can find my blog where I post uh, articles about social justice and horror and reviews and my overall thoughts in the genre at gorycorey.com. You can find me on Instagram at underscore gorycorey underscore. You can find me on Twitter at gorycoreyhorror. Tweet me anytime I'm on there 24-7. And you can find me. Uh, <laughs> my podcast is at the Scream Teens. You can find that pretty much wherever podcasts are you know what's funny about that is that when i was deciding to get into like the pod movie podcasting space initially mm-hmm. i was going to be just horror and that was going to be my title like oh my God. yeah <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and I, I completely went a different route so i don't know how we got here but that was that was like gonna be my the initial teams? That's yeah so funny but but there was no team just me <laughs> oh it's 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 teams it was just like yeah. t-e-e-n-s oh, 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 i thought you said teams like what like you know, uh, yeah team. so that, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. scream person starring Dwayne. um scream me <laughs> All right, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemanic94, and you can follow the podcast um, on Facebook. You, not YouTube. Oh, my God. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm on YouTube. Uh, at Cinemania World, not Screen Team. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Tyler, Maddie, and Corey. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.